your community radio station. And as we usually do at this time on Mondays, we've got R.W. Estella live on the phone. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Beyond it being the birthdays of actor Richard Burton, who would have been 83 today, and church reformer Martin Luther, who was born 525 years ago, today marks the end of the first week as president-elect for Barack Obama. Running neck and neck as topics vying for attention are the current condition of the United States economy and the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, with concerns about American education, writ with a capital E, somewhat slightly trailing the field, although still at least peripherally within view. This past weekend, I accepted an invitation to attend the main literary festival being held in Camden. Some 20 to 25 presenters were part of a gathering of approximately 250 to 300 attendees. Topics included science and the environment, spirituality and the environment, eco-poetry, children's literature, and the sustainable kitchen and table, from soup to nuts. Although I had become acquainted with her paper during its genesis, I had missed my girlfriend's presentation entitled The Nature of Nature Poetry, The Role of Poetry in the Environmental Debate, as well as her participation as moderator on the panel, Eco-Poets Speaking Up and Speaking Out. Not surprisingly, all went swimmingly despite my absence most of Saturday. I did, however, show up in time for the church supper redux at the First Congregational Church in Camden. In the program, the event was billed as a, quote, classical church supper by acclaimed local chefs who use local and organic foods or their own produce and foods in their restaurants and services, close quote. What we each received was a delicious four-course dinner that included mussels, lobster, and roast beef. Immediately following came a panel discussion on the topic, Sustainable Living is Living Well, presented by a local farmer and two local restaurateurs, one of them a chef who had helped prepare the evening's dinner. The subsequent question and answer session involving the audience interested me most. An idea that quickly sparked some energized discussion was the possible restructuring of local school food food programs, literally from the ground up. Some of these ideas have already been attempted in other regions of the United States and include teaching young students how to build gardens and greenhouses so that four seasons a year they may learn how to grow traditional local foods that will eventually be prepared in their school cafeterias. A little over a fortnight from now, people all over America will be gathering to celebrate Thanksgiving, a holiday more than any other that centers on the symbolic importance of food as a foundation for the quality of life. How many of us know exactly where the majority of the ingredients for each of our Thanksgiving feasts originated? Tomorrow, my maternal grandmother, Emma Becker, would have been 106 years old. Born and raised on a farm in Westerwald, Germany, Emma became 16 years old on the day the armistice was signed to end World War I. My grandmother had been raised learning everything it took to run an independent, self-sufficient, self-sustaining family farm. And those lessons served her well throughout her life. Much of the love I have for gardening can be traced to her respect for the earth and its potential to provide for its inhabitants. Saturday evening after the dinner, my girlfriend and I returned for the night to the Captain Swift Inn, where we were staying in Camden. Built in 1810, as James Madison was entering the second year of his presidency, the federal period architecture conveys its own spectrum of the practical to the ornate, from wide pine floorboards to intricate moldings. 
A light wind blew the drizzly rain about slightly outside, and inside we warmed ourselves by the fireplace. So much had changed in the 200 years since this room had been built, we thought, and yet many of the basic desires for shelter and warmth and contentment in life have remained the same. Today is the feast day of St. Triffin, patron saint of gardeners. Tomorrow is Veterans Day, and the day after we're into the second week of the new president-elect, Barack Obama, who will no doubt continue to be occupied by plans for improving the condition of our nation's finances, education, war, and the economy, and onward we go. From Orono, Maine, have a great day.